Today is Friday, April 10th. It's Good Friday. You know, I don't know how many times I've heard throughout the years, what is so good about Good Friday anyway? We often think about our own journeys. We think about the things we've heard in church and maybe on the radio or television. Maybe it was a movie we watched. We think about what others have told us, perhaps what we heard in a sermon, perhaps songs that we've heard. But when's the last time we heard from an angel? When is the last time we heard from a heavenly actor about the anguish that they felt as they watched, as they watched Jesus being beaten and betrayed and crucified? We kept asking if this was the time. The answer was always no. Perhaps a gentle rebuke, but we watched with fascination as the girl's stomach swelled. Our sovereign Lord had taken residence within that blessed womb. One day soon, our master would assume the flesh of man. None of us angels could understand the reason why. However, we were ever alert should our services be required in this era when everything we had come to understand was changing. The girl and her betrothed arrived in Bethlehem seeking refuge. However, refuge was not to be had. I was quite upset and asked if perhaps a host of angels might be dispatched to make a palace ready for his arrival. A splendid palace with servants and the finest clothing and food. Not the perfection of heaven, to be sure, but the best accommodations we could think of, given the circumstances. Again, we were told no. God is always clear and firm with his daily orders. We watched as the man paced outside the stable waiting for the wail of new life. Suddenly, new orders arrived. This was not at all like mortal man receiving orders from a high-ranking official to his subordinates. We knew, without knowing how, that we were called to the hills of Judea with a new song to sing. Legions of my companions converged on that hillside. We discovered a menagerie of sheep, and a few lonely shepherds guarding the flock. Their expressions held great apprehension, and I remember calling out, Do not be afraid, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. For there is born to you this day, in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. We told the men where and how they could find God. Then we sang. Long, glorious notes rippled over the crisp night air. Thousands upon thousands of us singing as one. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill to men. These men will remember our visit. The song they will never remember. It will simply dance along the edges of their memory and will only be fully recalled in eternity. 
We watched as the shepherds left their flock and hastened to Bethlehem. I remember telling the girl that she would bear the child whose voice we are waiting to hear. I remember the shame the man felt when he discovered her condition and realized that he was not the father. I know the pain they felt as family shunned them, yet our God was about to be born with human skin. Why was there a refusal to allow this child to be born in surroundings more befitting a king? Why must there be the disgrace of such a mangy birth? Common beasts of burden, companions to our king. Jesus, the Son of God, rested amid straw in a smelly cattle trough. Why? We didn't understand. Years passed, and we watched the infant grow to boyhood. We saw the boy turn into a man, and we saw the man tempted by one who was once one of his own. He hadn't eaten in days. The enemy barraged him with temptations that would immediately satisfy the needs he has. We were ready for battle, yet God steadied our indignation, and we were made to watch as our Lord suffered through a temptation not meant for deity. Suddenly, we heard the words from God we were longing for, You may go. And we raced to our Lord's side, ministering to his needs. We missed his presence. We were anxious to take him home, away from the evil of the world in which he found himself. Yet he was determined to stay, and we slowly left him, wondering what more he must accomplish before he comes home. A group of men came alongside our God in the flesh, and there was much rejoicing as many who were blind received their sight. Many who were sick were made well, and those possessed by the adversary were cleansed. Perhaps God's plan was to become one of them so that he could set up an earthly kingdom. This had been hinted at. Indeed, the masses glorified him, shouting, Hosanna in the highest! as he rode through Jerusalem on a donkey. Then came the meal, a solemn affair in which the twelve and our Lord dined together. Yet this was not the celebration of a conquering king. Our Lord spoke of his body being broken and his blood being spilled. May it never be! I remember saying and was startled to hear similar statements from the one called Peter. We angels were told to hold our peace as soldiers took our Lord away. I watched as the twelve scattered like the sheep on the Judean hillside years before. After being taken by the soldiers, he was beaten, spit on, 
tufts of beard were pulled from his beloved face. Thorns that he had created were fashioned into a crown and placed on his head as drops of blood trickled down his face. Yet we were made to stand down. There was something happening. We were told we must wait. The mockery of a trial, the baiting of a crowd, and the walk up a hill, a crossbeam strapped to his shoulders, would soon be an instrument of death. Surely we would be called to save him soon. Yet we watched as spikes were driven into his flesh, as waves of nausea passed through our Lord, as precious blood was spilled on earth and clay. The sky grew dark. Surely we would be called upon soon. God said, You must gather sins from the four corners of the world and place them on his shoulders. Those were unbelievable orders. We wanted to refuse. We were ready to fight, but we were powerless to resist. Past, present, and future sins, he must bear them all. No! Anything but this! Now, we must leave him alone, God commanded. And all heaven turned away from him. And for a time, a very long time, the angels had to stand down. Yes, we were made to wait and endure the deafening silence.